to front porch philosophy. Um, it's been again. You sounded violent when per you said usual. It. Well, I got to get people's attention. Okay. Dial in. Okay. Um, oh. It's been a while, mm-hmm. as we say every time. Well, last time we were actually on the front porch, I think. Right. And this time it's now reverted back to semi-winter. Mm-hmm. So we're inside again. It's May, and it's only like fifty-two degrees. Yeah. It's so extremely rainy. But just a couple weeks ago, two last week, two mm-hmm. weeks ago, it was eighty. It was eighty. You're right. So, and I mean, I did take advantage of that, the moist ground and the cool weather and the expected rain for tomorrow, and planted the trees that I got from the uh, Autobahn Society. Right. So I think I've done my part for global warming. I planted, I planted 12 trees. Good. Who knows how many will survive. Right. Hopefully. All? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully all of them. But maybe not. Who knows? I just I put them in the ground. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, we're, we're planting trees. That's actually no, why we no, have No, we're not planting trees. I planted trees. He planted trees. trees. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we've been... We haven't been able to have one of these because you've been you've been pretty busy. Yeah, I've been working. You have been working um, at an indoor mini golf restaurant for adults. When you say um, it, it sounds funny. It does. I think it is funny. I know, but you've been you've been working a lot of hours. Like how many uh, hours in the last uh, two well, days? Friday, Saturday, I did twenty five. Okay, well that's pretty good. Um, that's a lot of hours. So, but you know, again, it's nothing. It's not really. It's not a fun thing to brag about, like, oh, I work so much. Well, you know, I know, but still, isn't it? Um, y- y- yes, it's yeah, it's not. But I'm I'm glad that you were able to carve out some time today. Now that you've gotten your schedule to the fact that yeah. you have a couple days off. Yeah, it is nice. It's very in a row. Yeah, it's very flexible. The scheduling. If I if right. I didn't want to work as much, then I wouldn't have to. Right. Right. So you're just trying to make some coin to 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 kind of squirrel it away, right. as they say. Um, but anyway, so that's that's good. So, but that's why we haven't been doing these. And then we'll we'll be uh, hopefully we'll be able to get on a cadence and do some more. And we've had some ideas for some other things and whatnot. So we'll see what we're, what what happens. But anyway, I think the fact that you are working brings me to the topic that we're going to discuss today. Mm-hmm. which was, because um, I know I'd be interested in your thoughts because you're going through some of that. And I stumbled upon, well, we've been listening to podcasts, of course, and listening to uh, um, some other things, but I stumbled upon the uh, the Apple TV series, um, The Big Door Prize. Yes. And in it, it's a pretty, fairly interesting um, concept, but... We've also been listening to podcasts from Verveki uh, uh, and Christopher Master Pietro, right? Yeah. Friend who's on it. Yes, and they've been talking about Kierkegaard. And in the first episode of, um, and this is the way I think things come together. It was uh, they mentioned Kierkegaard at the end of the mm-hmm. first episode. So I'm like, oh my, maybe this is something we need to do a podcast about. But anyway, I'll. Um, the, the brief summary is that, not summary of the whole show, but just the concept is there's a machine 
in a convenience store that if you go into it, um, it will give you spit out a card and tell you what your potential is. Mm-hmm. Your maximum potential, actually. Is it max? Your life, yeah, your your life potential. potential. Yeah. And it just begs the question to me, like if there was such a machine, would you be interested in partaking of the machine and mm-hmm. would you be interested in in what it spit out especially mm-hmm. at this moment in time in your life and uh and i guess the moment in time of many of your friends life um what do you think would they be well, would you be interested and would they be interested well so first i've you've so the new episodes of the show release what every Friday or something? Wednesday. So Wednesday, yeah. and you're what? Like six? Is it like six or seven? Yeah, in I'm now? six in. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't working as hard um, as you were this yeah, weekend. That's right. So I, uh... Um, and I'm about three in. So we've gotten to see how some of the characters in the show have dealt with you know, right this, finding this that out stuff like yeah, and how um, there's lots of characters who kind of resist it for a. A decent amount of time, longer than others, and then well, there's a lot that just jump right and in. And just jump. A lot of them but just a lot, jump right in. I'd say more jumped in than have yeah. resisted. Yes. Yeah, um, but this this might change as I watch more episodes of the show and stuff. Perhaps my my feelings on it will. I'm just from what you watched. Would do what would you develop? Um, like there's a machine that says you can go into it. Social security number, fingerprints, and it spits out. Well, the funny thing about the show, first of all, is that everybody just puts their social security number in without even a second yeah, thought. Right. They don't know where the machine um, came and from. Yeah, right, that's, yeah. That's one of the... I don't know if they'll actually do more exposition on where the machine came from or if that's just kind of the point right. that you don't know where it's from. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like, I, I don't know if exposition on the machine is really necessary um, in order to fully you know immerse yourself in the show but anyway that's that's not right really so maybe maybe this is, maybe this will be a part one because you haven't watched it we'll have to, we'll have to well no really what we'll have to do is the entire show will have to come out you have to finish it right yes right? and then do and a then part we two. can do another one right but, at least season um, one yes yeah but my initial reaction is uh, yes, hmm. because um, so the reason that they they mentioned Kierkegaard at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are if you're unfamiliar with Soren Kierkegaard, he's a Christian existentialist from the 1800s. Um, blah 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 blah. Well, blah. I'm just saying. Most <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone has ever even heard his name before. That's Sometimes fine. we Go just assume it. things yeah, when know. we talk about this, and we're just like, oh, everybody's ever heard of him. Um, My your mother would say. Anyway, she would, yes, no. yeah. So there's plenty of people out there who have no idea who Kierkegaard is. But anyway, he does lots of writing about. Um, think he has a whole. This quote comes from the. Uh, a book called The Concept of Anxiety. But anyway, his argument is that anxiety existed before um, Adam and Eve. And it was sort of like, it was before original sin. Like sometimes we think like having anxiety is a, I don't know, a result of the fall. Mm -hmm. Let's say if you're looking at it through like a Christian theological 
okay. point of view. Right. Um, his argument is that no, as soon as Adam was given a choice to eat the fruit or not, that's when anxiety was introduced, not when the fruit was eaten. When when Eve was tempted by the serpent, right. that's anxiety was already there. It wasn't a result of their actions, but the anxiety of choosing. Whenever there's there. a choice, whenever yeah. pre- the fact that there's a choice creates yeah. And it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter that a that maybe one choice is good and one choice is bad. It's the fact that you're choosing between. It could be two good choices. It could be two good choices. Do you want chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Yeah, and guess what? Many people have anxiety anxiety about that all the time. It's any choice. It doesn't matter whether it's right. You know, would you like to go to Paris? So or Milan? So. I think right now, I would prefer to know what my potential was because then I would have some sort of direction, at least. Like, and I like to think that I wouldn't care what it was. That's the uh, that's the that's the stipulation <laughs> when you say this, right? Because you know, this won't ruin anything um, because it happens. Well, maybe I shouldn't say yeah, it. Don't, don't say it, but just speak but for yourself. Some of the, you know, some of the people find out what their potential is. And right. are, you know. Well, I'll ask you this then. Do you, if you knew, do you think that it has, if you put, if you went into the machine it had does do you feel it has the potential to limit you i think that's all it would do that's the only outcome of going into the machine is that you come out limited But uh, okay, it, it, um, from your perspective, yes. you come out limited. You're yeah. where you sit at your age, you feel like so. Are you saying today's as a 23 year old graduated from college, you have infinite possibilities? Not infinite, not infinite, saying, but but. A raw, wide range of yeah, and, potentials. And the fact that you could even choose any of them is the problem. Right? Like the fact that you could... It doesn't even matter if I think I could do it or not, right? If I think I could... Oh, like I would be capable of being a... Let's just, we'll just go with, you know, the three careers. Right, right? okay. Right. I... I think I could be a doctor. I think I could be a lawyer. I think I could be an engineer. Whether or not what I think about those things and how I might actually perform in those professions are on that track. Right. But right now, you don't feel limited. You feel like you, you, you could, if you put yourself to it, attempt to do attempt anything. Attempt to do that. Right. I could attempt to do anything. Yes. Right. And by going into, I'm just trying to listen to what, just restate which, and going into the machine, if it gave you doctor. Then I could stop thinking about attempting anything else. 
And so I could put everything I have into that. Because why not? Right. What if it what if it said server? Then I could at least settle in the fact that I could put <laughs> everything I have into that one thing. And then I don't have to think about it anymore. Then I don't have to think about a what if anymore. And do you think that the thing that the machine told you would be supremely gratifying? Um, I would like to think so, but again, it. But would it be supremely gratifying because you were told that it's what you were, that this was your potential? It would be supremely gratifying because it would make it simple. The simplicity of it is what it just comes out. It's just printed. It's one, it's like one word. But okay, so I'm just asking you though. But if that's what it was, I'm like, because I don't want to like servers an awesome thing. But you mentioned, like, people think there's a hierarchy of things. That's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to get to the point of. And if it said server or teacher or, um, I, I, I don't know, uh, Xbox player, um, yeah. do, you, well, if a do power... you think at some point that it would then, do you think that the fact that it told you would make you work harder at the thing, that thing, because it said this is what you were supposed to do. I think I would take refuge in the fact that something greater than myself told me what I'm supposed to be. Because I would automatically, I'm going into this assuming so you the machine would... knows more than I do. You're assuming, yeah. Okay. You're assuming because Dude, it's assigning right. all of these um, potentials to all of these people. Right. So right. it obviously has some sort of ability that I don't. Does it? And so this sort of... Or is its ability simply to state something? It State... It's stating more than one thing because now this is the problem that you see a lot of the characters face and stuff in it is despite the fact that they're being told this thing and which is why it is funny. Um, well, I do say it would be helpful to get started. The one word that's printed on the card, at least in this, it could be interpreted some of these words could be interpreted in many different yeah. ways just for example the word server it could be in yeah it could right. be you could be a a, a nurse yeah a uh a sort a, a server you could serve through a variety of different yeah. things right or um you could be a great tennis player yeah server <laughs> server right right or um so you still have to interpret it at some level yeah you yeah it's still at some levels up to you but i still think that one word would at least limit the interpretation in some way but yeah if i were to get server i i actually don't so you would you helpful. think that you would now do you think your friends would let's say some of your friends that are on a path already mm -hmm. would they do you think they would want to know I think it would be much harder to 
be told because because that's the the really tough part here is when you don't know what your potential is there's anxiety about what you're going to do but when you're told that you've reached it which happens to some characters in the show then it's an anxiety of oh this is it right and there's no going beyond it so like yeah, let's say somebody, um, I mean, the example for me again, right? Like, I like to say that, oh, well, if I just said, serve, let's say something really specific. Okay. Um, server at the puttery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Right? Let's, food server at, right. yeah, at yes. the puttery in Pittsburgh, right. Pennsylvania. Right. Right. That would limit the possible interpretations of... You know, but I guess what I'm asking then w- would you then think to yourself, I I will do this, but I I will I will show that machine. Yeah, because what happens then if you you get a you get a, a, there's an opening that comes up for manager. I was going to say the problem would you like, then not apply because you're like mm. yeah because the, the the problem becomes oh well if you put everything you have into being a server at puttery right. right and you get really good at it right then somebody's going to ask you to be right you know the manager of the yes. servers because that's right. just how things naturally progress right and then yeah you're forced to be like oh but I'm not supposed to be that like and yes. it, it almost introduces the fact that now, if you've been told your potential is server, then you're like, well, if I take the managerial position, I'll fail at that. You could do that. Yes. Because, and then I'll just go right back to server because that's all I could ever be. But if you don't have the desire, but I don't know. I So does it have to do with your desire or does it have to do with your potential? I think well, what your desires are, or I, I, I get it. I, I don't know, but I'm. Let's circle back to. Do you think your? Do you think some of your friends would who are on a path would like go into the machine? I think the I, I, I think the temptation is too strong. I think to. I, I think it. I think at your age. Yeah, I think I'm wondering at your age. Do you, do you think it just at my age? I feel like at any age. Okay, I'll put it through my lens. I'm not so sure that I would. And you said there's people that aren't so sure. Yeah. Okay, because I'm. 58. But they aren't so sure for like two episodes, then they change. Their well, mind. okay, it's a TV show, but and then they get drug into it because it is appeal. It the mystery of it because it's a it's a a reconcilement and I don't know what I would do because I, I think I would have more angst about it perhaps because here I'm somebody who's invest I'm 58 years old I've been doing something it, you said it was limiting in my case it would be the it, 
it could it could be a it, it could be a change of direct it could be a trajectory change that you either and which causes resentment for the 58 years of stuff that yeah. you've done yeah right or it can be opening yeah right to things like opening and, and that's some of what the show shows too some people just like embrace it and they're they're they they open to it but but i don't i don't know if that's the like i don't right's not the right word but it's like it's it's just interesting to mm -hmm. think about it i i know in i think in i've talked to you know some of my friends at work that you know grew up in india and they have astrologers mm -hmm. that can look at the date and time of your birth and tell you your life. Mm -hmm. So it's not so far-fetched. Would you want to know that if an astrologer... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, And up to the point of they know how long you will live. Yeah. Would you want to know that? There's many that don't want to know. Yeah, because I guess... And what happens is their parents know, but won't tell them. Oh, that would be tough. Yeah. So maybe their parents steer them? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It'd be tough because then... Like you'd be racing. It's also because then you'd want to fulfill your purpose as fast as possible for fear of like missing out on it or your potential. Maybe. Because right, right. you'd be like, oh, well, then I have to be a, you know, I have to reach that or else then I've wasted. Yeah. So I think that's, time. that is interesting. I mean, I know in the show. So I think it's interesting for people that might be listening to go like, what would I, what would I do? And what I want to know. And there's a part of me, I heard something, I think it was on the Vervecki uh, thing today, today or yesterday I was listening to. It's, I think some of the beauty of life is the unknown and the unlimited potential. Well, so when you limit your potential, yeah, you're limiting the freedom you have. Like you're now, you've imprisoned yourself in a caste system of this is who I will be. Uh huh. Well, so what's interesting is I kind of didn't even make the connection in my head before we started talking about it out loud and stuff. But this show is kind of dealing with the same thing that that book mom recommended to me, The Midnight Library deals okay. with. Okay. Right? Where um, this girl goes and she finds herself in a library where every book is every possible life she could have lived based on every choice she was ever presented with. Right. Right? And in that one, it's more about... So in this one, there's a machine that tells you your potential that doesn't care about the situation that you're in 
right, or whatever. I'm, again, not sure how the metaphysics of this right, machine right, work, and right. that's probably not the point. That's, right, yeah, right. But it just tells you flat out, yeah. this is what you're supposed to be. Right. The Midnight Library is kind of the opposite, where you enter a library full of books. It's right. infinite potential. Right. Right, there's infinite books. Yes. And you can just, the way that she navigates it is by finding a regret that she has mm. in her personal book of regrets. And then, um, like, one of the regrets was like, I regret not taking that guy up on, like, a coffee date. Okay. Or, I regret not sticking with my swimming career. Okay. Right, and then she goes back and, like, she becomes an Olympic swimmer. Right, but then you know she finds out uh, this other stuff. Like, you know, while she did that, her brother became like a drug addict or whatever. Mm. And like, uh, okay, just like it's a all related, right? right so, yeah. and um, but the reason I bring that up is because near the end of the book, um. It's more about not being like limited by those things. Like it's not that it's not resolved in the fact that she finds a purpose. It's that she no longer has to be anything at all. Um, and you just kind of I like it like she orbits her purpose. Right, I always talk about spiraling and stuff yes, as like right. a way of mm-hmm. knowing you move in a direction in a line, right. but also you kind of you circle so you overlap yes. your previous experiences and stuff. Um, but you never reach the center. You're right. always moving around it. You could move closer to it, yes, but you're always orbiting it. It's never, yes. or else it would be finished. Yes. Um, so I think the draw of it and like this is this is my own personal thing too because you know for some people it's easy some people they just like they're always like prepared to like jump into things or whatever but for me someone who's a relatively risk averse person already the idea of jumping into anything at all without like knowing anything about it is it's like it's too much to handle and so i would prefer right now to just something be said to me <laughs> right like anything but don't i guess what i yes and i'm not going to be preachy but i think the work that you're doing now is something you just jumped into in a moment in time without yeah. thinking about it we did and i don't know where it's going to lead but that's what it's no, what you I, did and i don't regret it you don't so. regret it so and I think when we think that there is a end purpose, I'm starting to think that we're always in that moment, like you would say, of anxiety of, am I making the right choice? Yeah. When maybe it's just the orbiting around it. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say is it feels to me sometimes like when you said it, it be nice to know I get it I sense it in the show um, having something outside of you tell you is comforting yeah because you don't have to do any work for it yeah 
I think that with the, um, with the proper amount, which is hard work, but of self-reflection, you would find it. And that's the whole journey or the whole dance, as they say, of life, right? Yeah. Is kind of just participating in it and experiencing it, but with self-reflection rather than having something tell you. Yeah. And I think now, there's things that have been told, sorry, Ellie. There's the things that have been, like, you were born in a certain place. You had certain parents. Like, those things were all, you had no yeah, choice no, in you them. don't. But then do you want to take it even further and go, I don't want to have choice in what my purpose, I just want something to tell me. Yeah. When actually maybe you were born in a place because it's just things you need to learn. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. It is hard. Um, because uh, I think it's... Camus has a quote about it too where it's like if you just live life your life looking for the meaning of it you'll never live at all. Yeah. And there's like this emphasis on oh you you know you died before you found your purpose and like people just assume that like oh you must have been so unhappy not knowing your purpose in life or whatever like why you were here. Right. Like the the very concept of the why just being because yes is very interesting too like you're just sort of um I, lots of people have said it in different ways but the idea that you're just sort of the the universe experiencing itself i think if you listen to the 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 um I think we're talking in code a little bit but on the uh chasing no, after, after Socrates. Socrates. I always say chasing. After yeah. Socrates, this latest one, he has another Kierkegaard, this cursed circle around, story about a, a guy in a wig. And the part of it is a what without a how you become enslaved to, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and I think this is kind of saying this is the what... But are you going to want to commit to that what without understanding the how yeah. of it? Um, it's this thing about a wig or whatever, but maybe we'll talk about that in the next one. But it, it's cool. It's, it's a lot to think about. It is. And it's, I mean, it's also, there's also the flip side where you might know your potential and be aware of it, but never take the jump to even try to accomplish it in the first place. Like, I mean, another one that they mention in the Kierkegaard series is where they talk about these geese who go and they walk, they walk to church and then they sing about how, how high they can fly and how fast they can fly. Right. And then they walk out. Right. And now the point, the reason they bring that one up is not, as much to do with potential um, as it is, well, I guess maybe it is yeah. a little bit, but that's kind of the situation where like you can be, you maybe 
I could be totally aware of my purpose. Right. Right. At some level and just never I, even want right. to accomplish. It I think anyway. you, I think in some level with self-reflection, you are aware. And if you let something else decide for you, we've, we've just been discussing this for a half hour and we're always assuming a positive purpose. Yeah. Right. What if it, like, was, what if it was not murderer? murderer? Yeah. Like, yeah. then we'd hold you to a different standard to say, well, then you should not be that. Yeah. Which actually, I would not be surprised if later on this show there's somebody... Maybe, gets... but like, what is oh, it? Oh, he did, he did pick up a card one time that's in the trash. Um, this doesn't give anything away because by the time you see it, there's no indication of whose it was or whatever. Right. But the card just says liar on it. Right. Like, what do you do if that's your purpose? Right. Liar? Right. Do you fulfill it anyway? Yeah. Do you just go and you're right. like, well... When you, but you know that that's not... Like, I don't know. Yeah, that thing that is greater than me that I said I put so much trust in right. has told me I'm a liar. So yes. does that mean I have to be? Yes. So. Or do you then try and change it? So it's only if it's positive you live into it. And if it's negative, you try and change it. Yeah. Wow. I... I but that comes, I'll be looking forward to this. I'm not going to give. I've, I'm ahead of you in the show, so I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But um, I'd I'd advise people to check it out. Mm -hmm. and, um, and what is interesting, you know, there are some characters in the show who just they get these purposes that you would think are. And again, this won't give anything away about the show. But like the one guy gets magician, right? And he's like totally happy with it, right? He's like, this is awesome, right? And um, somebody else gets like motorcyclist. Right. They go out buy a motorcycle right. and have the time of their life and don't care right. that like oh it's not it's not like you know uh, yeah you know war hero or something right. like yes. that right they're just right. like oh magician sweet yes um, part of that would be nice yeah would, like, oh, some yeah. of that but I think that's I think it's giving you like I think you said at the beginning. It's giving you the permission to not have to change the world. Yeah. Right? And I think that's that's eye-opening as well. There's probably even parents who, you know, would take their infant in and, you know, type in their social security number, put their little infant hands on the thing, and then find out the purpose for the kid without any sort of consent um, to whether I, or not. I think there's a lot of parents that do that without a machine. Probably. There probably are. Oh, boy. Well, we've opened up a whole can of worms here yes, for everybody to think about. Yeah. And again, I'm excited to see how the show continues. So thank All you right. for listening. Right, peace out.